thank you once again, everybody, for joining us here on the Rare Perspectives podcast, a podcast by Patient Services Incorporated. Hope you've had a chance to listen to some of our previous episodes. You can find them on Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Now on YouTube, you can actually watch the conversations and take part. Uh, we are excited to be able to offer this to you, the audience. Uh, today, we have a very special guest from PSI. We have patient access advocate Amy Jackson with us today to have a talk about insurance and things that she's seeing from her perspective. I think you're going to find it very informative. And so without further ado, we want to welcome Amy to Rare Perspectives. Amy, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you, Gunnar. Thank you for having me today. I'm really excited. I'm a fan of the uh, podcast, so I'm really excited to be here. Uh, well, we're thankful to have you here, and uh, there's so much ground we want to cover that I think is going to be absolute uh, encouragement. It's going to be very informative for our for our audience, and so we're thankful for you taking the time to be with us today via Zoom in this interesting time. And uh, yes. So thanks, thanks for being accessible. I want to start off, Amy, and, and you know, many people know you and have spent time with you and you've talked to many over the years on the front lines of what we do. But for those who are just getting to know Amy Jackson, tell us a little bit about your role here with PSI. I'm a patient access specialist, and what I do is assist patients insurance coverage options and their health insurance coverage in general. Um, in addition, I provide health insurance education through the Patient Access Lounge, which is a video series available on our website. Um, I also present health insurance education topics to local community groups. So basically, my role here at PSI is to ensure that the populations we serve are equipped with all of the information they need to make important health insurance decisions and also how to make the most or get the most out of their health insurance coverage. And that's so important in, in times like these, because I can imagine, and we're going to get into some of the commonly asked questions that, uh, that you receive from patients, because it's so complex, isn't it? Yes, yes, it's very, and you know, you'll, when I, when I talk about some of the questions that patients ask and some of, and how I would answer those, you'll see some of the complicated twists and turns that insurance, per, you know, presents for people and especially chronically ill people. Yeah. Absolutely. And I can imagine that's been a bit of a, obviously a challenge as we've all been in this pivot, uh, working remotely and, and, and trying to do what's your day look like these days? Um, well, you know, we are all working from home. Um, luckily, we've been, um, you know, presented with the opportunity to continue to um, help our patients to offer education and assistance. Nothing has stopped. And I'm so thankful for that. And talking to patients and um, communicating with them during this difficult time has been unusual because they they already deal with illness. Um, you know, that's already a part of their lives. So now they're dealing with something that even restricts or hinders them even more. So, you know, I do find that it, you know, it does have people down, but, you know, me and I hope everyone else that crosses their path encourages them to look at the positive side of things and um you know just i try to reach out to them and be a support to them in any way i can just just encourage absolutely and we love that i mean that is so so vital you know amy before we really want to jump into just really the the heart of our conversation in regards to just what uh, what patients are asking 
Uh, maybe tell us a little about what brought you to PSI. How long have you been with PSI? What brought you to PSI? I've been with PSI five years, so um, it's interesting. I have a degree in social work, and I knew I always wanted to help people. Um, that's why I chose that uh, career path um, to educate myself, because I knew I wanted to help people. Social work is, is such a large discipline that there's so many things you can do within that field. Um, but I started working uh, with the chronically ill population about 15 years ago and was just in awe of the strength and courage that this population possesses. Um, it impacted me, touched my heart so much that I was just inspired to serve this population. Um, I was also shocked at the lack of health insurance knowledge, um, not just with patients, their family members, and even their providers at times, but within society as a whole. And so I have been passionate about health insurance education ever since. And when the opportunity to present itself um, to come to PSI, uh, presented itself to come to PSI, I just jumped on it. Um, it's, you know, I'm passionate about health insurance education, and I'm passionate about the chronically ill, so it was a win-win situation for me. Absolutely, and, and boy, in a win-win situation, I'm sure for the many patients that uh, you've spent time with and the team as well, bringing that positive spirit that you have and that bright light uh, to a very, very difficult uh, conversation. Uh, I would imagine oh, yeah. we're going to get into that. And as far as you know, talking about um, what you hear on the front lines or the ear uh, on, on insurance or what's happening, what are the most commonly asked questions you get from patients? Maybe what are maybe two or three questions uh, that you're getting all the time? I would say probably the most commonly asked question is I'm losing my coverage. What should I do? <laughs> you know, that's probably the most frequently asked question that crosses my path. Um, you know, and I'm av available to educate only. So I can't, you know, I can't provide an opinion or make any re recommendations regarding what they should do. Um, but um, my goal in helping a patient that asks this question would be to um, ask them some questions first. <laughs> so that's this is where the complicated part of insurance comes in. <laughs> so like what type of insurance was lost? Um, why did they lose coverage? Is it group coverage? Are they or will they soon be eligible for Medicare? Is Medicaid available to them? Are they eligible for savings through the marketplace? It's just the answer to this very commonly asked patient question is just not a simple one because the options that are available depends on, you know, the type of coverage they lost and the circumstances surrounding that coverage. But once those questions are answered and all of the options are, you know, laid out, um, you know, and a patient knows what direction they're going, I focus on helping them look at coverage specifics and understand things like uh, what's important to them, like the premium costs, drug formularies, provider networks. Um, if there are no coverage options available to a patient, I just, I look for available resources that may be able to provide assistance to them while they're uninsured, like uh, community-based uh, free healthcare or, you know, um, income-based programs that provide medical services. So I look for resources to refer them to and also offer to follow up during open enrollment when, when they will have an opportunity. So it's so much goes into answering that question, but it is, a, it's like a puzzle. Um, it's a puzzle. You get one piece, you put it in, but the, you know, there's still many other pieces that have to be filled in. So it's a, it's a long and complicated and detailed process. 
which I can imagine. This is so, over, mm. so overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, Another a commonly asked question is, uh, I will be eligible for Medicare soon, so what are my options? And, you know, the answer to that question is a mouthful. I mean, <laughs> so it is definitely not a simple one. Um, I believe, again, that's what what you know makes health insurance so overwhelming to people in general, um, but especially to people suffering chronic conditions, because um, you know those you know it's so much. It's not like just one simple answer to a question. Yeah. So to start with with someone who was who would be asking this question, I would just first discuss. Um, or if they're becoming eligible for Medicare due to age, disability, or end-stage renal disease, um, focus on the Medicare start date because this will um, dictate their timeline for making decisions. Um, do they currently have health insurance coverage when their Medicare is going to kick in? If, it, if they do, is it group coverage? Is it their group, a spouse's group, a parent's group? Is it retiree? Um, you know, how many employees are in the group? I mean, this is it if, if they're if they're in an individual plan and they want to waive their Medicare so they can stay in that individual plan? Are they aware of all of the penalties and the possible lapse in coverage in the future? It's um, you know what does that picture look like for them long term? So um, it's it's so it's so many pieces to that puzzle. So my goal is to just educate them on all of those pieces. Um, including letting them know where they can get assistance from, you know, in the public, because you can get Medicare, um, you know, you can call Medicare for assistance with your Medicare options. And every state has a SHIP department, which is a state health insurance assistance program that has Medicare counselors to help you and your caregivers make those Medicare decisions. So, you know, I can help them, but I can also give them those resources as well. Absolutely. Um, and, and that's that's incredible. I gotta say, Amy, too. I mean, you know, just just being available to help navigate has got to be such a relief. Um, yeah. That so many might feel just so overwhelmed, and so many feel alone in that. Yes. Process. You know, what am I gonna do? I mean, you know, getting diagnosis is is we we hear this time and again on our on our uh, interviews and, and on Rare Perspective is is you know, boy, getting the diagnosis is one thing. And then when you start thinking about what it's going to take for treatment, it's an entirely yes. new level of stress and fear. And so I would imagine it's a balancing act of just like, you know, asking the right questions, listening, but also just kind of holding their hand and walking alongside them every step of the way, right? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, if you don't, if you're not, if you are lucky enough to be someone that does not suffer from a chronic condition, you worry about health insurance. How much is your premium? How much does it cost when you go to the doctor? What is my deductible, my out-of-pocket? Well, people with chronically ill conditions are, are in most cases, looking at that out-of-pocket because they already know they're going to reach it. And yeah. then you have to worry about there are items and services that they sometimes need that aren't covered by their insurance or they're, or they or, you know, they're having to pay the full cost. There are even these copay accumulator programs that don't even count, you know, assistance when towards their out of pocket, when they can find the assistance. So, um, you know, so it's even, you know, it's even more of a complicated process when you talk about the chronic, chronically ill um, population because of those things. And so it is very important. And I, when I am helping a patient through, you know, any of these processes, 
it usually requires several phone calls because it is so it is so much information that you know they you know you get overwhelmed you have to actually you yeah. have to piece it out and i and i i cannot tell you how many times a patient has told me i don't know how people do this on their own i don't know how people do this without the help they they are blown away that there are people in this world that have to navigate these decisions by themselves. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, um, it's, you know, it's sad for me that we don't, you know, have more resources available like this for, for people. You know, even talking, you know, what you're saying there, I mean, uh, our, on our previous episode of, uh, of Rare Perspective, we just spoke with our, our dear friend, uh, Lisa, uh, right with Fabry disease. And, um, and um, it, that was, something that it was like $80,000, I think a month uh, for, for a treatment. And, um, and just the, the support that uh, PSI offers is just unbelievable. It's life-changing and life-giving. It truly is. It truly is. And I, you know, I've talked with so many patients that are, you know, just, you know, are overwhelmed um, with appreciation for this, um, support and services because without without it they you know they really don't know what they would do they really don't know and and it's so true it's very it's very expensive yeah hundred percent hundred percent any other questions that you receive maybe one more maybe that you, you get um, commonly yeah probably um you know I do get asked a lot of which plan choice is best for me but um, again I cannot answer that question as stated before I can only educate but my role in helping a patient answer you know this question for themselves is to make sure that they have all of the information they need to make that decision for example you know if this question was coming from a patient who is trying to decide between several marketplace plans presented to them you know there you know there are there are so many things with the marketplace plan too you know you have the metal levels so I make sure I explain the metal levels of what they mean um, we talk about uh, the statement of benefits and coverage I make sure that I show them where they are and how to read that and that explains you know how much they're paying for everything, including their deductible and out-of-pocket and premiums each month. So we will look at all of that. Um, it's a very detailed process. Um, I cannot tell them what plan to pick, but I, you know, I definitely stand by their side um, through the process and answer any questions that come about regarding the information they're reviewing. Because again, it is very complicated. And a lot of that information that, that they need is not exactly forward facing so having me there to you know answer or show them where they can find answers to those questions i think is is probably so beneficial and i found it personally rewarding because you know at, at the end of every um you know case management process and you know i get that thank you because they know knew so much more than they knew before and i've actually had patients tell me that they had learned so much through the process that they felt like they could help someone else and to me there's nothing better than a gift that just keeps on giving um like that so that makes me feel really good it seems like and being an advocate in the truest sense is to be friend yes yes i agree with that yes now definitely now you know insurance and, and, and it's, it's just it's constantly a part of the national conversation. It seems like it's always changing. I mean, what's that process like for you? Because you, you've got to, in your position here, you've got to be ahead of, 
<laughs> like Wayne Gretzky, I, we mentioned this yesterday. Wayne Gretzky didn't didn't skate to where the puck was; he skated to where the puck was going. And so you've got to constantly educate yourself. And what's that process like for you? It is. It is. I am definitely researching every day. I research every day, and it's it's a for me. My biggest fear is that I'll always just miss some big policy change or something without you know before I can get it to my patients. And so I'm very adamant about staying on top of what's happening. Um, you know, we have a advocacy team also that shares information. So they, you know, we try to stay ahead of what's happening with health insurance from the, you know, from the top law decision making <laughs> impacts, um, the laws that impact health insurance, you know, down to the, you know, specific plans that are impacted, um, you know, such as the various different health insurance um, type. So, you know, I'm always doing that. I even do it in my spare time when, you know, I'm passing time waiting for an appointment or something. I will, you know, just uh, Google health insurance topics and information and news because it's important to me that I, I know what's going on because I know that information is going to be used to help a patient that I talk to and, and I want to make sure I know all I can. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, thank you for, for sharing that. I mean, just that you're, you're just constantly there. You're waiting for that appointment. Okay. Let's, it's time available to be advocate, be friend. And to be, yes, to be yes. prepared for that next call, that next question, you know, and working with PSI for what five years now, um, and the many stories and, and, and patients uh, that you've come in contact and walked along with, you know, could you maybe share maybe a story or two of uh, maybe how PSI has impacted uh, a patient's life? Wow. Um, it's hard to come up um, with one story because every single call is a story. Um, and that's just me. I try to connect with each person that I talk to and, and there's a story in every single voice. I talk to worried mothers caring for their chronically ill child and sometimes children, because as you know, many of the diseases we assist with are hereditary and can sometimes impact an entire family. Um, I talk to patients who are living with with multiple chronic conditions, you know, at the same time. And I talk to caregivers trying to manage their life and someone else's. Um, there's just so many stories about how our assistance has made a difference in people's lives. Um, the assistance is not only life-changing for every person I talk to, um, not just the impact of health insurance education that I provide in my role, um, but or even the enormous impact that our financial assistance brings um, to the people that we assist with. Um, we also here at PSI advocate, educate, and support the communities that we serve. So um, the story probably that impacted me the most um, since I've been a PSI, of course, is the story of our founder. Um, as you know, the PSI's founder was a patient himself and recognized the need for an organization like PSI. So he took a tragedy and turned it into a triumph and created something beautiful. And I think every patient story that followed is a piece of joy in it. And um, it's hard. None of them really stand out to me because they're all special. Like every person I talk to is special, even if they just call for help and, you know, we may not have a program to help them, but I'm going to be on that computer and trying to find them resources to, to get them the help that they need because they're just as important to me, you know, um, and making sure that they 
that I, you know, send them in the right direction. You know, I'm touched by all of them. You know, we, you know, we are all in a different place in our life and everybody has a different situation, but everybody's pain is um, real and unique to them. So I'm touched by every person I talk to. Uh, it's incredible. I love what you say. There's like, there's a story in every single voice, every call. It is. Story. Yes. And, you know, and I can imagine we could, we could probably uh, do 365 episodes of rare perspectives and, and feature and not even come close to the amount of stories and incredible people that uh, we have the honor of, of walking alongside of as advocate and friend. Um, I love what you said too, about tragedy to triumph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the conversations we've been having uh, for the last several weeks uh, here within my family is just obstacles and the obstacles are just opportunities in disguise. And you get to be that person, right? And to help obstacles and, you know, whether, whether there, you know, there's something we can do or or you're going to find something that's going to be encouraging to someone, right? Yes. Yes. And, you know, I, well, I love that. I like quotes and encourage and positivity. You know, I spoke with a patient earlier today and I was, you know, sharing to, you know, look, you know, let's look at the positives and, you know, cause the alternate to that is to focus on the negatives. So, you know, there are some things we just don't have any control over. So, you know, I just want to be that positive light to them to give them something to hope for something to uh, believe in and something to feel good at and and there is there's joy in in everything and it's definitely joy in every voice that I talk to and every patient that I come in contact with because um you know because I I know that my my care for them and need for them to have the knowledge about insurance is genuine and and I know that I'm giving them information that they'll need and will benefit them. And so it's very, very rewarding for me to, and, I can and I, it's, a, Go ahead. it's a, it's an honor to, it's an honor to be able to serve this, this population. And I would imagine too, what you're saying there is just the impact um, with just, I mean, I'm just thinking about this, my conversation with Lisa, uh, you know, and, and when I, when I had first met Lisa and her sister and, 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 uh, in DC a couple of years ago, and just in talking to them and spending time with them and their outlook and, and just how they persevere and the strength, mm-hmm. and just the open, honest and vulnerability when it, it's, when it is tough and how that's informed my life. It's made my life better. I would imagine yeah. every single day, you just, you just how how has this informed your life personally and just spending time with just amazing incredible people i am um in awe <laughs> i'm humbled and in awe every day because you know we complain about little things like maybe we left the gas tank top on top of the car and drove off or something like that. You know, we, um, the dog made a mess on the floor or something like that. But I mean, these people persevere through, um, the everyday challenges in life that we all face on top of that, not feeling good, needing expensive medication, traveling to appointments, some medication appointments, as I mentioned earlier, um, even having family members. So you're sick, you're taking care of a sick child, and sometimes a sick parent, you know, and everybody's trying to treat this rare condition that nobody else in the world knows about and has any empathy for. And I, and you, and you still smile through all of that, that they're my heroes. I mean, hundred percent heroes. 
Yes. And uh, you know, it, it, it's an absolute honor and a privilege, really, to uh, mm, yes. be able to uh, even just be in a conversation with so many amazing people within rare disease, the chronically, uh, the chronic illness community, and um, what a what a gift it is to us to be able to come alongside because uh, I think they give more back to us than we could ever give to them. Right. Yes. 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 I say that all the time. You, you say that, but I say that inside all the time. I, I say, you know, they say thank you, and I don't know what I'd do without you. And then occasionally a patient will send an email thanking, and and I just like tears come in my eyes because I'm, you know, I'm so humbled in that moment that I I know that my information, you know, is probably benefits and is helpful, but they give me so much more than I could ever give them every day. Absolutely. They're my, they're my strength to keep going, you know, so. Um, love that. Well, um, I'd love to ask um, Amy if, you know, we've got uh, our audience here and, and perhaps someone, and I like to ask this to uh, a lot of the guests that we have on, uh, perhaps someone listening to this uh, episode right now was just recently diagnosed uh, with a rare disease or, um, or a family member. What would you like to say? to that person right now? Um, well, I would want them to first know that they are not alone. Um, as I mentioned, and one thing I have learned from working with the, the rare disease and chronically ill community is that, you know, rarely anyone knows what you're going through because no one knows anything about your condition. And few people really take the time to understand it. Um, a lot of the stuff is happening on the inside, so you can't even see it from the outside. And then, you know, if you can see what they're experiencing from the outside, you know, they um, they don't understand it, so they keep their distance. Um, so I would want them to know that they're not alone. Um, we, you know, we do and are always working behind the scenes um, to ensure we can continue to help uh, doing what we do now, and we're always figuring out ways we can help more. Um, I would want them to know that understanding their health insurance is crucial to managing their condition, and understanding health insurance is important to anyone listening, um, whether you're someone that has a chronic condition or not. Um, take the time to learn as much as you can, um, and I encourage all of our listeners to watch our educational videos on our website as they become available. Um, you know, we have a PAL uh, patient access lounge series, um, and we, we will be launching a new PAL series um, in an animated format, which I think is not more, only more interesting to watch, but also allows us to continue to educate while we practice social distancing. So I'll be an avatar format, <laughs> but, <right>. that's <laughs> but that's exciting for me because I know it's a, a boring topic and, and nobody wants to really listen or um, sign up for these, you know, webinars and things that are educational because it's it's kind of a boring topic and it's frustrating. So most people tend to run the other way. So I'm constantly thinking of ideas to make it more exciting and interesting and catching people's attention. So these videos will be shorter and an animated format and hopefully uh, will be entertaining to watch. And so I'm really excited. So I encourage you to anyone listening to look out for those videos. We'll be um, launching a new release of them soon and I encourage you to watch and hopefully get some some information from there. But most importantly, you're not alone. You know, our organization, you know, we're, we're doing things behind the scenes for the chronically ill community to try to, like I said, continue to do what we do and, and do more. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And, and like you said, in, in things like these educational series and things that are coming uh, down here and just not, not, not too long into the future here, we'll have those out and, and to be able to be an avatar. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm excited about that just because I don't like being on camera. <laughs> I don't like being on camera. Everybody has their thing, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm sure other, I just want to get the information out and yeah. I will do that. I mean, I would be on camera every day if, if that's how I, but this is, you know, but I'm excited also because I think, um, like I said, it's a boring subject. And before I really, you know, 20 years ago, before I really knew anything about insurance, health insurance myself, I didn't want to attend those employee meetings about insurance. Nobody, I didn't want to talk to the insurance guy knocking at the door selling policies. I just wanted to know, you know, when I needed the insurance or how much is it going to cost me? That's really all I knew. And I found out that's most all, you know, that's most anybody knows. That's all they really care to hear about. But, but it is so important and health insurance impacts us all. I mean, like I said, even if you're not sick, it impacts us. It, you may be sick someday. You, you know, you may be a caregiver that someone that for someone that's, um, you know, sick or will be sick. It's, it impacts us all, and it should be a subject that people want to educate themselves about. So I hope that this new PALS animated series will catch people's attention, and and hopefully they'll listen and start absorbing some of this information. Absolutely. Well, and just just talking with you, the times that I've had a chance to talk with you, you just you're you just have such a positive, you know, spirit about you. And you know, you can take something that might be boring, but it is absolutely critical and make it um and make it interesting, right? Yeah. But, uh -huh. but you know what? Um, you know, all kidding aside on that, I mean, I was just in a in a doctor's office myself this week and was talking to someone. It was in your in, in like your type of a role. And we were talking about different options and things like that. And 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 I mean at, at first, I mean, I was like, man, this is overwhelming. But how they presented themselves to me, it just made it just so you know, yeah. I took that initial you know, mm -hmm. overwhelming my shoulders must have dropped about a foot and we just had a great <laughs> conversation and, and was able to to navigate and walk me through some things and so I, I got to see it firsthand this week uh as, as a patient and to be able to have that conversation so I, on behalf of that i want to say thank you for what you do and in, in the passion mm -hmm. that you bring to it because it it shows and it, and it's um it's incredible to to feel it here. Just uh, I can feel it over over Zoom. <laughs> oh, good. You're over an avatar as well. I want to do an avatar. I, I'm a, I, I well, it. hey, hey, we might have you as a guest on the show, and you're gonna you in avatar format. That would be so exciting. It's like an avatar would be a hologram. You know. I mean, yeah. You just, just you just show up and knock on the door. It's like it's a hologram. Um, yeah. You know, you just uh, you know, boy, what a time to be alive. <laughs> I know. I I know. I love it. It's I love exciting. It. Well, see, uh, how can uh, how can we be in contact with uh, with you and the team? Well, you can definitely call our toll free number, which is one eight hundred three six six seven seven four one. You can get to me that way. Um, or our department that way, but you can also um write us or email us um, okay. at AIC. Uh, OPS at uneedpsi.org. Again, that's A I C O P S at U as an umbrella, needpsi.org. Um, 
you can email us there if you know if you're interested to see if you qualify for assistance um, with case management if you just um, have a question if we can't answer it we can you know provide a, a resource um, and also if you just see some health insurance topics that you want to know more about you know send an email um, you know you might see a video come out with those uh, topic ideas so we'd love to hear from you maybe be an avatar or uh, yes uh, yeah yes <laughs> well Amy Jackson uh, ladies and gentlemen uh, boy what a, what a gift you are and a bright light and just so thankful that you have uh, given us some time today to be on rare perspectives and uh, thank you for all that you are doing uh, to be advocate and friend to so many so thank you so much for being with us today Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure and an honor. You've been listening to Rare Perspectives, a podcast by Patient Services Incorporated. To learn more about the work of PSI, please visit patientservicesinc.org. A special shout out to Chris Patoyo for sharing his music with us. We also want to invite you to subscribe to Rare Perspectives on iTunes or wherever you might be listening. You can also tell us what you think by writing a review. Thanks again for joining us. We look forward to you joining us next time when we go beyond the diagnosis and explore the heart of the experience.